All righty, ladies and gentlemen, let's get down to it. So this caught my eye today. Uh, it was in the Metro News. Toronto MPP is campaigning for safer school zones and st- stiffer uh, penalties for drivers. We're joined now by Eglinton Lawrence MPP, Mike Cole. How you doing, Mike? Oh, how you doing? Thank you. I uh, I understand you're ready to, uh, you're right now in the uh, process of introducing a private member's bill that would expand school zones to include adjoining streets and would actually require more signage to uh, alert drivers. Do tell. Yes, I, I have introduced the bill. It's now officially tabled uh, the School Safety Zones Act. In essence, uh, what we have right now, we have no rules that are standardized or uniform about the kind of signs or reminders or speed in the area of a school. So this would call for standardized identification and warnings for drivers that you're coming into a school area. Don't they usually have those yellow triangular you know, signs that say uh, school zone? Uh, some do, many don't. Okay, so what? it's inconsistency here. Oh, yeah. And whose fault is that? Pardon me? Whose fault is that? Well, because nobody's ever looked at the standardized approach to proper uh, signage because it comes under the uh, Highway Traffic Act, which is provincial. It deals with the school boards. Then it deals with the municipalities. Too many hands in the pie. So there's no common sense. There's no common ground. So, you know, because, you know, a motorist could be driving uh, up a main street in Toronto Mm -hmm. by a school and not really realize they're driving by a school. Because there's not a sign there, and they're not familiar with the neighborhood. So we just have to stop and remind everybody, hey, wait, you're driving through a school area. There's kids, and that's why I'm calling for standardized signs uh, and also for a flashing light when they come to school in the morning and when students leave. And this is done in Australia and some parts of the state. So at least you know, oh, this is 3.30. I better Okay, yeah, down. that's a good idea. I can't, I can't criticize that at all. Um, you're also asking for stiff, stiffer penalties um, for drivers who kill or injure pedestrians. We're having a big problem with people hitting pedestrians in the city of Toronto. Uh, tell us a little bit about what you're going for. Well, with that, I'm just trying to ensure that uh, these uh, tragic accidents that occur and the person is convicted of, uh, you know, driving too fast or uh, convicted of, uh, you know, the alcohol or whatever, that it shouldn't be just a slap on the wrist. Uh, we need to at least suspend the license for a year. We, we need to make the fine heavier. You know, we're not to say every accident uh, can be prevented, but at least if someone is found guilty of careless driving or speeding or whatever it is, uh, and kill someone, there's got to be a serious consequence. Well, I'm just going to quote you here. You said, I'm for quadrupling fines and penalties, especially when you inflict serious injury uh, on someone or you kill someone. I would ban them from driving for life. Yeah, no, and you wouldn't believe the blowback I get uh, saying no, uh, don't. But I think, you know, we've come to a point where there's just so much uh, distracted driving. Uh, we, we've got, you know, record number of uh, pedestrians being hit in Toronto in the last year. We, even in the U.S., the latest statistics show after a 20-year decline in uh, fatalities and traffic, there's been a huge increase. So we have to start to get 
some real strong messages out there. Mike, uh, we're talking to Mike Cole, the MPP for Eglinton Lawrence, who's trying, who's put forth a private member's bill. He wants safer, safer school zones. Also wants to quadruple fines and penalties for people who uh, hits hit a, a pedestrian or uh, you know banning somebody from driving for life. I just want to outline right here, uh, Elizabeth Taylor. Uh, not at all the actress. That's just a, a coincidence of name. She's 35. She was sentenced to a thousand dollar fine and a six months partial driving fine on Monday. Uh, she jumped. She jumped the curb in her car and killed a 42 year old woman in Riverdale uh, in 2014. So I guess you are for uh, four thousand dollar fine now if you quadruple it. Uh, so I, I think here's here's the problem. You know, you said you're getting some pushback. If fines are raised, do you really think it's somebody's going to say to them, "Geez, it's not a thousand anymore; it's four thousand, so I better not actually kill someone from now on"? Or will you know they just uh, choose to, you know, an accident just happens? Well, no, we, uh, accidents do happen, and uh, sadly, you know, they could happen to any one of us. But I just think that we've got to really get a strong message and reminder out there uh, that uh, this driving is serious business and you not obeying the rules could really cause, uh, you know, a serious accident, death. So, Yeah, and I think people are aware of that. I, I think, uh, and I like the school zones portion of this, uh, the stiffer penalties. I have no idea if that's going to work or, or not as with regards to, uh, you know, avoiding accidents. But I appreciate you joining us on the uh, on the line. Do you know when they're going to get to this private member's bill? And- well, what I'm doing now is uh, I'm working in conjunction with uh, trustees from the Catholic Board and the Public Board. We're going to mount a public awareness campaign where they send me letters of support. And uh, they even send me photographs from their school areas that say, Mike, look at my school. I've got no signs. Uh, people are speeding. So I want to build up this awareness, and then once we get that done, then I can push it and get it into law. So over the next few months, I'm going to launch a real strong uh, campaign uh, to get people involved in making their schools safer. And I don't think anybody could argue with you on that. It's great work you're doing uh, in, in respect to the school zones. Thanks so much, Mike. I wish you the best of luck. Yeah, and uh, let's all drive slower and safer. Absolutely. Mike Cole, MPP for Eglinton Lawrence, talking about his private member's bill. I don't know, 416-870-6400, star 640 on your cell phone. I I agree with everything except for the the idea of, you know, if you accidentally uh, strike a pedestrian and kill them, you're banned from driving for life. Yeah, I get it if you're a drunk driver. You don't get to drive again. You killed somebody. But, I mean, accidents do happen. What about the person that just runs out in front of your car? And, you know, this horrific accident happens. Now, odds are pretty high that you're not going to ever want to drive again if something like that goes on. I mean, it changes your life. But that's saying that it's always the driver's fault. And it's not always the driver's fault in these accidents. That is why they're called accidents. You know, our legal system quite correctly recognizes that people make mistakes. And that's why careless driving resulting in death is still called careless driving, despite the horrible outcome. This is an accident. So I think this is going too far, at least this part of the private member's bill. I'm all for making sure that school zones are well identified and uh, and that we're all unified across the board and we know what we're looking at and to slow down. I think it's a great idea, but the whole banning for life, if you have a car accident that involves uh, the death of someone else, that's just, that's incredible to me. Bill in Etobicoke, your thoughts? Yeah, why 
why can't we uh, actually enforce the laws we have against the pedestrians? Maybe quadruple their fines. You know, 90% is jaywalking or anything on their part. Yeah, see it all the time on my way into work. And there's zero enforcement. I've never seen a jaywalking fine in my life. Let's, Let's ramp that up. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of people listening right now that would agree with you, Bill. Um, what do you think of the idea of you accidentally kill someone with your car? You now uh, are, it's not just a careless driving causing death. Now you're banned for life. Well, the accidental factor in itself, like you're going to be haunted for that forever. Anyone in, you know, in their reasonable mind is anyways. So I don't really foresee that being an answer. Not accidentally. If you're proven otherwise, Sure. But who's going to do that? I mean, uh, it, it just, most of the time it is an accident. Uh, hey, Ray in Uxbridge, you're on Talk Radio AM 640. Welcome. Hey, thank you for taking your, my call. Well, thanks for being here. Yeah, no, uh, this is a great subject. We, we, uh, we, me and my wife talk about this all the time. If you have any alcohol in your system, any uh, drugs in your system, uh, you're talk, texting on the phone or talking on the phone and you uh, cause uh, a serious injury or death, it's your license is to drive a vehicle. It's a privilege. Okay, so what if right. what if so you're saying take it away in those instances? And I wouldn't disagree with you. But what if the person is just driving? Someone runs out in front of them. They have no alcohol in their system. They haven't been smoking pot. They weren't texting on their phone. It was just a horrible accident. Accidents are accidents, and they can prove if it was an accident. If it was that not the the fault of the driver of the vehicle. It was a fault. It was a maybe a joint fault where somebody was turning corner, somebody ran out across. They can they can determine that. But what I'm what I'm talking about is you're not following the rules and you're speeding, uh, uh, recklessly speeding. Uh, like even if you're uh, passing on a double line, uh, like that happens to me on a regular basis, going back and forth to work. Oh yeah, I see it all the time too. It's amazing and, to me. And you and in that moment. You kill somebody, that's it. You're done. That's the only way we're going to stop this. All right. I appreciate the call. Hey, Joe in Toronto, your thoughts? Uh, yeah. Um, if I kill, uh, as a gun owner, if I accidentally kill somebody with my gun, I'm pretty sure I'd never be able to touch a gun again for the rest of my life. So I fully support this because uh, you get the anti-gun crowd saying, you know, they, they're always comparing gun rights to, to, to owning an automobile or, or a car, mm-hmm. registration, licensing and stuff. Okay, fair enough. Do you want to make that comparison and, and hold gun owners to that standard? Did you kill somebody with your car, you never get to drive again. Wow. See, I never, I really didn't think anybody would take that position. I appreciate the uh, fact that you're taking the position, the opposite position and call in. Abdullah and Markham, welcome. Hi, thank you. Uh, so everybody is quick to point out uh, on the driver, but nobody is talking about the people that are walking on the street and how much rule they're breaking. So I think you know, there should be steeper penalty for them as well. And as for the last caller talking about comparing the gun ownership uh, to the vehicle, a person drives for uh, work, to school, and various other uh, reasons that they need to to go on day-to-day life. But uh, a gun uh, you would use for leisure purpose or a hunting and whatnot so uh you know you you're saying there you can't compare the two yeah you you kill someone with a gun is not comparable you killing someone uh in an accident obviously both are horrible things and uh it, you know there would be should be consequences when people die but uh it, it has to be equally uh you know seen through the eyes of the law appreciate the call abdullah i gotta wrap it up there